We have a blessing this morning that J. Don and Mary Lee are here with us. They have for a long time now, nine years, been ministering in the Ukraine and uh, with the partial help of this congregation. And so it's wonderful that we've had a chance to be a part of that. He's come back numerous times now to make presentations. And uh, one of the wonderful things about that is that we get to share in our annual Christmas dinner with the staff and elders and uh, Rogers together. We'll do that tonight. So that's just a, it is all a blessing uh, for them to come and spend time with us. One of the, the wonderful things about having J. Don and Mary Lee come is that it puts us in direct contact with what we're doing there. It's one thing to send money. It's another thing to know exactly how your money's being spent and just to, to see what's really happening. And so we're grateful because every time they come back, they say, here's what we're doing, and it's just so evident to us the good that is happening. We, of course, have had people uh, from here uh, go as well and spend time with them and... Uh, to be firsthand with the Rogers in the Ukraine. So that's been a blessing also for us to have that, that contact with them. We're looking forward to the things that you're going to share. And I would love for you to come, and I'd just like to pray for you as you come and share with us, but also just to pray for you in your ministry. Let's pray together. Father, it's been a long time now that I've known the Rogers family. I watched their children grow up and experiences at Spruceton Road Bible Camp and just the close contact that we've had over the years. And I'm so grateful for their hearts, for their hard work, for the impact they have in your kingdom. Father, we pray that you'd bless J. Don, not just today, that you'd bless J. Don and Mary Lee as they continue to serve in that place that's a long ways from here. We know that people are, are coming to know you. There are people who are growing in you because of their work. There are good things being done. And we pray that you'd bless them as they continue to do all those things. It's through Christ that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. It's always fun to have technical difficulties, but uh, that uh, doesn't prevent us from doing for trying to do what we need to do. Uh, I want to say again, it's uh, great to be here in Calgary. It's always a joy to be with you and to share this time with you. Spend time sharing a little bit about the work that we're doing in Ukraine. Uh, It has been a work that has indeed really captured our hearts for many, many years. Uh, People keep asking me, well, how long are you going to stay? And I, I, we just, Mary and I both say, we don't know. Uh, We speak to the Lord about it. We talk to him about it. And uh, so far, the answer we get is you need to be right there. And so we are staying right now. And uh, we, we're very passionate about it because we feel like this is something that is indeed incredible that is happening in Ukraine. And so uh, hopefully we'll be able to share some of that this morning with you so that we can uh, really encourage your heart and at the same time fill you in on what we are doing. So let's, uh, well that really worked well, skipped about three slides, okay. Try that. There we go. I hit the wrong button. Uh, So sometimes it's me. That's the technical difficulty. (laughs) I want to uh, say, you know, I really believe with all of my heart that God is working in Ukraine. There are some phenomenal things that are happening in Ukraine that uh, a lot of times I, I pray and I wish were happening in Canada. I pray and wish were happening in the United States, but they are not. Uh, For example... One of the things that is happening in Ukraine is that uh, they have, uh, the Ukrainian government has decided to shut down all of the uh, uh, 
casinos in Ukraine. Uh, they've tried, decided to put more Bible into the schools in Ukraine. We've now been able to distribute uh, about 30 to 40 Bibles to every school, every orphanage, every uh, prison in the Donbass region that we live in. And they put in about 30 or 40 Bibles plus other literature from the Churches of Christ that can be used in the classrooms there to teach basic Bible teaching. And they put it in the libraries so that any teacher can go in there, have all the students have a Bible in their class, have their students have the other material, and they can teach about God's Word. I don't know, but that's great. We are praying and we want you to be praying that it's going to happen throughout all of Ukraine, not just the Donbass region. And Eastern European missions is a vital part of making that happen. And we're very thankful that God is working in this in Ukraine. Well, I want to launch on a passage of scripture that's a very beautiful passage of scripture from the book of Second Thessalonians. The Thessalonian church was a, a church that, in a lot of ways, was a model church for a lot of places. And in the second letter, Paul makes some marvelous statements here. And I just want to share the idea of the statements with you. In verses 3 through 4, he says, We ought always to thank God for you, brothers, and rightly so, because your faith is growing more and more. And the love every one of you has for each other is increasing. Therefore, among God's churches, we boast about your perseverance and faith in all the persecutions and trials you are enduring. These people were in the midst of persecutions and trials, and yet, at the same time, they did not let that deter them from what was most important. Their faith continued to grow, and their love for each other continued to increase. We've got to do the same things. Yes, we go through maybe different types of trials than what they're going through there. And sometimes when we go through trials, we go through problems in a congregation, we go through difficulties, sometimes we let that take away the focus of our growth in faith. And we don't need to let that do that. We've got to get deeper in our faith and continue to let our love grow more and more in spite of difficulties that come our way. And at the Ukrainian Bible Institute, we're trying to do that very thing with our students. We want their faith growing more and more like the Thessalonians were doing. And so we're trying to teach them the Word of God and help them to understand the Word of God so they're constantly in it and constantly letting their faith grow. We believe very strongly that we need to keep on training people for Ukraine, training workers for Ukraine as the church continues to grow there. We have a number of students, and I'm not going to just mention, uh, mention the names of these students. Uh, well, maybe I ought to, Dima Shamanuk. But what I wanted to point out here was that all of our students are taking courses on the Bible. We take them through every book of the New and the Old Testament during their two-year period here. And besides that, they go through a number of other courses as well. Uh, we have classes on uh, counseling. We have counseling on in, uh, conflict resolution, on family life marriage, New Testament Greek, many other courses that these students go through. And as they learn God's word and get deeper in God's word, they're better able to go out and minister to the people that are in Ukraine. 
One of the things we do try to emphasize to them, though, is that they don't have to know the Word of God completely to go out and share their faith. You can do that just because you have also become a child of God. You can go out and share your faith. You can share what has happened to you. And anybody can do that. But we need to make sure that our uh, preachers and teachers in the church are, are better equipped, and that's what we're trying to do, better equip them to serve the Lord. Here's a picture of me up teaching a, church on, uh, a class on church history. And uh, in this class on church history, we try to cover all the way from uh, the day of Pentecost through restoration movement and pointing our students uh, to the things that have been done many times in the history of Christianity, done wrong in the, in the history of Christianity, but at the same time things that have been done correctly. And we uh, hope it will help them. We also have visiting teachers from time to time. We have a team now that has brought a, they've brought a team of three workers and their families. There's going to be a fourth joining them in Kharkiv, Ukraine. And these guys are graduates of Sunset, and they have uh, agreed to come and teach some courses at the school as well, along with the native teachers that we have. And we also have teachers that come in from time to time from different places in other parts of the world. Uh, Mike uh, Dougal McDougal is another one of those team members, uh, and he also is coming and teaching some courses at the school. One of the highlights we always enjoy each year, we have Dino Russo's come up from Athens, Greece. Some of you may know, may know him or may, may know of him. He's a character. He's a fun guy to be with. But he's very knowledgeable of the Orthodox Church and how it relates to the Word of God. And he teaches a course on that to our students, helping them to understand that we need to love our Orthodox neighbors that are over there in Ukraine and at the same time be understanding and have an understanding of how we can teach them the Word of God in relationship to what they know of their traditions. And he does a great job with that. We enjoy having him very much. This is a man by the name of Tim Burrow. He is now the... Uh, Director of the International Studies at uh, Sunset International Bible Institute in Lubbock, Texas. We are a branch school of Sunset, and he's there teaching the book of the Gospel of John. This is one of our teachers that is a Ukrainian teachers, teacher. His name is uh, uh, Dima Grishuk. Dima not only teaches at the school a number of courses, but he's very, very hands-on involved with orphanages over there. Uh, he's being able to go into some of the orphanages. Some of the orphanages have given him actual rooms that he can go in, redecorate, and bring the children in there and teach them the Bible. And uh, it's just marvelous to see that. He's also right now working on developing in Donetsk a transitional living center for children that come out of the orphanage at the age of 16. And this will give them more help as they get into society. Often they're given $30, kicked out of the orphanage, and they're on their own. And so many of them end up in prostitution, they end up in drugs, they end up uh, some committing suicide. Uh, it's, it's really a sad situation. And so the church in Ukraine is now trying to do more to change that in the lives of these, these children. This is Alexander Maluga, and Alexander Maluga is one of our teachers as well. He works with the Bajonovsky congregation, and we'll mention a little bit more about that in a few moments. And uh, he's, a, he's a good teacher. He also is a good cook, and so he, we have him come into the kitchen and cook borscht uh, uh, usually once a month, and we have a big meal together with all the students and the staff, and it's just a great time of fellowship, and he's a, uh, a really great guy.
Of course, not only is the, the, is the faith of the students growing because of what we're trying to teach them, but the love is also growing. And it's, it's marvelous to see a good staff that uh, has a great attitude and a heart for the Lord that works with these students, and it constantly is showing up in increasing the love of the students together and hopefully setting a great example for them. Uh, of course, a lot of our students, like in colleges and universities and other places, they make lifelong friends. And, of course, all of us are familiar with the tune, Friends are Friends Forever, if the Lord's the Lord of them. Uh, that's what's happening to many of them. And we're thankful to have this love increasing in Ukraine. Of course, they frequently do eat together, and whenever we're eating together, indeed, uh, that is a way of having fellowship where our love does grow together. And all of us see that in any congregation where we are. And so that happens at UBI. Mary Lee, of course, continues to teach some of our ladies' classes. While we have classes for the men, or as they're learning, training to, to learn to preach, we also have classes for the women where they're learning special things for ladies. How to reach out to their friends and neighbors as ladies. How to teach children's Bible classes. How to show hospitality. And this is the class that Mary Lee is teaching right there. And of course... Their love is also growing as they get to know one another better, as they have these intimate settings, as uh, they eat together, as they cook together, as they spend time together. And hopefully it will reflect into their lives as they get out into local congregations. One of the things that she has them do is they have to make, uh, prepare meals together. They have to learn to set the table so it's inviting, so it's friendly, so it's warm, and so... She works with them on that, and they have a lot of fun doing that. Here's just an example of, one, of some of them, uh, some of the things that they've taken from their homes in their Ukrainian homes, brought them to the school, set up nice decorations and so forth, just to, you know, be a part of sharing this hospitality with others. This one's an interesting picture because it shows here uh, two uh, two ladies that uh, or orphans that are at the school. And they're learning that they can do things beyond what they ever dreamed they could do in sharing with other people. The one that's the first one here, she's a former drug addict that's now at the school, going through the school. And you could just, it was amazing to see the smiles on their faces, how they felt so good that they were able to do something special for the Lord. And, of course, Mary Lee also has, the, has them into her home, our home several times and... Uh, this helps them to understand that, you know, through our love growing, it's going to say to people that we really are disciples of Jesus Christ. And that's got to be increasing no matter where we are. And that was what was happening in the Thessalonian church. Of course, here's a great picture of Bruno and Laurie. And uh, who is that else? The else is that couple there? Hmm. Bud and Marlene. <laughs> we really enjoyed having them over there. Uh, Bruno and Laurie, of course, were over there for nine months. We, I, I cannot say enough about them. They, they did a great job. They got right into the work. They participated in the congregation, one of the congregations there regularly. They were involved in school. I even got Bruno to teach a class while he was there. And, and they were marvelous. And we really are going to miss them not being there now. Uh, I know they're kind of happy to be back here. And happy to be back with their friends and back in a culture that they're really more familiar with. But we're going to really miss them in Ukraine. But we frequently have guests coming over. Mary Lee does a lot of cooking. 
and sharing with that. We've now had 133 graduates of UBI, and these are just the graduates that have uh, gone through the school, uh, through the, the main course at the school. We now have about 57 students that are taking by correspondence courses, and we've now had this year our first graduate from the correspondence work, and he was at graduation as well. Graduation is a great time. We have lots of people come. We have foreign visitors that are there. We have students that are there. We have students, uh, the graduates' families that are there, many visitors from congregations, and they always enjoy gathering for this time at graduation. And, of course, our theme this year for graduation was sowers of the word. We really do believe the importance of training men and women to go out and and be spokesmen for God. We believe that's the, the, the best key to world evangelism. The more we can train those people to do that in their cultural settings. And, of course, this is where, these were our graduates. The fellow that was over on the far side of the screen over there is the first one that has graduated from the correspondence course work. And so we were very uh, excited about that this year as well. Now, as you go a little bit further in this passage in Thessalonians, in the, the, the next part in verses uh, 5 through about verse uh, 10, he really shares with us the urgency of the gospel message. And I just want to focus on one aspect of that from this passage. Listen to what he says here. That the Lord will punish those who do not know God and do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. They will be punished with everlasting destruction and shut out from the presence of the Lord and from the majesty of his power. That part of the passage is telling us how vital and how important it is to be talking to people, reaching people, helping people to know the Lord. Because he is their salvation. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father but by me. We've got to be communicating that to people because that is the way that they are going to be saved. And so we try to go and and preach the gospel every opportunity that we have, frequently going to different congregations. This is down in a seminar in Crimea. There were 500-plus people there, and we were able to preach the gospel. Some of them were Christians. Some of them were non-Christians. And so we were able to help help uh, both Christians and non-Christians to know a little bit more about the Lord, the gospel. Uh, About 24 of them uh, were baptized into Christ, and uh, it's always a delight to see that happening. Uh, One of the ones doing the baptism here is one of our graduates. Uh, He works down in the Crimea area, and he, he and his wife are doing a wonderful work there. And the people come from all over Ukraine to come to these seminars. One of the things that we're trying to do with these seminars is to help them understand a little bit more about the very basic fundamentals of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then as they learn about these fundamentals, they go back and they share them in their communities. There are right now, since the wall came down, 109 registered churches of Christ in Ukraine. Now, there are probably as many more that are not registered. You have to have at least 10 people to register a congregation. So there's a lot of house churches that have 5 to 10 people that aren't registered, and you don't actually have to register, so some of the congregations are not even registered. Now, when you think about that, and you're looking at close to 200 congregations of the Lord's Church in Ukraine, that's pretty phenomenal growth. 
And it is making an impact in Ukraine in a very, very positive way. Uh, not only the school, but all the outreach that is being done is very, very, very positive. Share with you this about this Bujanovsky congregation. It's a congregation within the area of Donetsk. In fact, this is where Bruno and Laurie spent a lot of their time at this congregation. This year they've had four, uh, 12 baptisms, and they are served by one of our teachers, Alexander Maluga, his wife, Natasha, who is the assistant administrator of U, uh, UBI, and, of course, their two precious daughters uh, are there as well. This congregation is, has been really preaching the word, teaching the word, People have been coming to know the Lord, and they've had several baptisms. Here's Alexander baptizing his oldest daughter, uh, Toma, into, into Christ. Here's one of the, uh, our students who's working there with the youth a lot, uh, and he's baptizing one of the fellows that he's been teaching into Christ. They have a number of older uh, members of the congregation, middle-aged. They're a good, good spread of people in the congregation. And uh, they also are working and involved in teaching others about, uh, about Christ. There's a congregation in Mariupol, and uh, it, they're served by three of our, our graduates. We have uh, Alexander and Ira Poletsky and Gennady Skippin that are working there. They've had about uh, 14 baptisms, I think, this year. And they're a, a, a wonderful, growing congregation. Uh, this was kind of a fun thing. I, I think we, we, we get to go down occasionally and do different seminars. Mary Lee got to go down. They asked her to come and teach a ladies seminar again on hospitality. And so she got to do that. And then I preached there on the Lord's day and she did a great job teaching them how they could reach out to people through hospitality. Well, one interesting incident that happened, you can, if you can see it, I wish everybody could see this. I know some of you cannot see it, but it says there, pig food with question mark. Uh, Mary Lee had taught her class. A 77-year-old lady came up to Mary Lee after, the, after she was through, and she was so excited. And she says, I really enjoyed what you had to say. I, I just thank you for showing me these things, showing me that we can put pig food on the table and, and still have a great time. Mary Lee thought, hmm, is this a compliment or uh, exactly what is she trying to say? So she inquired of her, uh, what do you mean by this? And she said, well, said, you know, we have these nuts over here. They're chestnuts. And she said, he, she said, they're not very good nuts to eat. I mean, they're not like the ones they eat in Britain, you know, but the ones over here are not very t- tasty. So... They gather those nuts and they feed them to their pigs. And she says, I can go out and I can get chestnuts and put them on the table and dried leaves and put them on the table and it doesn't cost me anything and it looks pretty. Thank you so much. (laughs) Mary Lee said that was one of the nicest compliments she's ever had. She really appreciated it. I mean, it made this lady's day to find out that she could put pig food on the table and it would look nice. So, (laughs) So I had to share that. Of course, we've been really proud and involved with uh, Slavic. He's uh, a, a 2006 graduate of the school. He's been working really hard to uh, develop uh, a, a, a program for alcoholics and for, uh, drug, uh, for drug rehab. Uh, we've been helping him in getting some buildings or some, some houses that could be used for this. 
number of the men that have come through the rehab center now have become Christians. Some of them are meeting in a, uh, in a home in the village where they have the rehab center in, in another graduate's house. His name is uh, Alexander Shamanuk, and they meet there on the Lord's Day. And this is some of the housing that they have. It's not in great condition. It's still being repaired. It's, uh, uh, you know, amazing the amount of work that needs to be done there. But they're doing a good job. You can look at that picture and you can sure enough see the work that still needs to be done to try to fix up some of this property. But they're working on it. They've now got some chickens. They've got some pigs. They've got some geese. And they're raising those, trying to help them to provide food and, and sell some things uh, so that they can become as, as independent as they possibly can. Those that are at the uh, at this rehab center, they'll gather the eggs. They will help tend the, to the things that they have there. They'll work in the village. They'll do all kinds of things. Uh, they're learning other skills and trying to get them into situations where they're no longer dependent on alcohol and drugs, but instead have a dependence upon the Lord. And that's what they're really trying to teach them. Uh, this man and his wife are working there along with Slavic. Uh, they live in this room. It's a very primitive type room. It's not very nice at all, but they're living there. Uh, here's the table, and it's in the same room as the bed. And uh, the sink, that's in the same room as the bed. And you'll notice that there's no faucet there. So they go out and get their water out of the well and, and bring it in. Uh, this is the kind, but they're committed to this idea. This is the kind of place where they're living. But they're committed to the thing that they're doing. They love the Lord they want these people to be helped. And so we're really thankful that we can be a part of that and help them financially with some of this. Calgary has given uh, a good deal of money to this work. Some of this money has actually gone to this rehab center to help with the, the rehab center and the development of the rehab center. Here's Slavic. He's showing us around. Uh, he's, what, 24 years old, something like that. But, boy, I mean, he has a heart for the Lord. It's just amazing. He's single, and he's just passionate about helping these people to uh, get out of these situations. He's a former drug addict himself. Uh, look at their table there. It's a great table that they've got. It's a little bit slanted, I think, you know. And even though the, the conditions are horrible that they're dealing with, the spiritual development that is taking place is what's so really important. And we're very thankful for that spiritual development that's taking place. And we continue to pray for them. Well, this passage in Thessalonians goes on and says this down in verse 11. With this in mind, we constantly pray for you that our God may count you worthy of his calling and that by his power he may fulfill every good purpose of yours and every act prompted by your faith. We pray this so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you and you in him according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. One of the things he says to us here is that we all want to be found worthy of the calling of the Lord. And that he'll fulfill the purposes that we have in, his li in our lives as they go along with what God is doing in our lives and every act that's prompted by our faith. Godly people have purpose in their life. Godly people act based upon those purposes. And that's what we're, again, trying to do. Let me just share with you a few of the places that are constantly being helped and are we're working with greatly here. Uh, the Children's Cardiac Hospital 
And, of course, the, the woman doctor there in the middle, she's become a Christian now. She's a lovely lady. She works very hard for the children at the hospital. And, uh, you know, money from Calgary has, has gone to this place as well to help them with needed equipment and needed things that they have there. Uh, of course, Slavic's Rehab Center, we continue to work there, trying to fulfill the purposes that they have there. We work with the Makivka AIDS Orphanage, and uh, it's just a joy to be able to see the children there, to see how they're being taken care of, and we're constantly giving money there to help them with food and medications that are needed uh, for their particular problems. We continue to work with the Children's Hospital that deals with a lot of the abandoned babies, and these abandoned babies are now being helped, being have a better place that they can be treated and taken care of while they're there. Uh, as a result of contributions that have been given to the work there. Uh, we've got new playground equipment and some new things for the children at the TB hospital, as well as new equipment uh, that can help treat them, and they're delighted to be able to have that. And so many of these places have learned that the churches of Christ are a giving, loving people that are glad to help other people out that they don't even know. Many of them look at us and say, why would you do this, you know? Why would people in Canada give for something like this? They don't know us. Why would people in the United States give for something like this? They don't know us. We try to tell them that's one of the great things about America and Canada, that there are many, many people who are Christians there, who love the Lord and who give all over the world to all kinds of different things. And they're amazed by that. Children's Cardiac Sanatorium has received a lot of help from, from uh, these the sources as well. The Dogachayev's TB Sanatorium is one that also has been receiving help through the years. They're in a smaller town. They don't receive much help from the government at all. In fact, it's with the Churches of Christ that they've received so much help that they're just amazed. Uh, the two ladies on either side, the last time we were there, we spent probably an hour and a half to two hours them asking us questions about the Lord and about the church and about you know what we're teaching and that kind of thing. And we've got one of our graduates that's living in this community. We've called him and we said, you get out there. These ladies are willing to study with you. And it's because of the benevolence work that's gone on that has created the situation where they're willing to study and they're open to hearing about Christ. It goes hand in hand. Here was one thing that we found when we were there. We've, we, we came in there and they showed us this worn-out equipment that was a washing machine. I mean, and I wish you could see it better. It, is, it was in such terrible, terrible shape. I mean, it was really really worn out. In fact, it was so bad that they had stopped using it and they were washing for about 100 plus children in bathtubs. And how would you ladies like to do that all the time? That would be quite a major job. So anyway, we were able to take some of the money from Calgary as well and they've got a brand new washing machine. They are so, so thankful for this. And so we're glad we're able to help provide some things like that for them. Makes their life easier, but it also tunes them to these people are Christians. We need to maybe listen to what they're saying. Of course, you help by sending all kinds of boxes and supplies. And I understand more has been, uh, or you're getting ready for to send another shipment over. 
these can be spread out not only by myself and Mary Lee, but uh, Bruno and Lori helped to take some of this stuff while they were there to different places. Plus, we have a lot of our students who say, okay, we can take these and we can take them to different locations and utilize them and tell them that these are coming from Christians. And it's a marvelous thing. Uh, in some of the some of the boxes, there was like aspirin, Tylenol, uh, other medications they that have been given to uh, uh, disabled miners that are there in Donetsk. Donetsk is a mining city, and they've got a lot of disabled miners there, and so it's gone to them. I believe with all of my heart that God is calling us all to make a difference in our world, and no matter how difficult life gets for us right now here, we still are in one of the greatest countries in all the world. We are blessed beyond anything we can imagine, and God is calling us. He's calling us to ministry. He's calling us to give. He's calling us to help orphans, to help homeless, to help all kinds of people. And I just want to challenge you. Let's be like that Thessalonian church who was really getting out and making a difference in their world. We can do the same thing in our world as well. Now I've got a little DVD presentation. If it'll work, I hope it does. I want to say one thing about it before we actually start it. Uh, one of the songs in it, you're gonna, the first song you're going to hear in it, is in Ukrainian. It's a song called Prayer for Ukraine. And it is done by the Lubbock Christian University Chorus. People in Ukraine sing it, but they just sing the soprano part of it. And one of the, one of the guys that uh, it works at LCU has made a beautiful arrangement of it, and the chorus is singing it. It's gorgeous. Let's see if it'll work. Maybe we could turn out the lights.
это Это называется аэрография массовыми лекарствами. Да, Это персонал. Собирают деньги. Купили, сами наклеили. There's a stirring deep within me Could it be my time has come When I see my gracious Savior Face to face when all is done Is that His voice I am hearing Come away my precious one Is He calling me have given a lot of money to help with this work, and we appreciate it so much. Uh, this is just uh, something I put on the end of the uh, thing to tell people where they can send money to give. But in this particular case, uh, just give it to this local congregation. And uh, we just, uh, again, want to say thank you so much for the way you have helped. 
Uh, you've really made a difference in the lives of a lot of people in Ukraine. You've made a difference in a lot of young men and women that are training to be gospel preachers and teachers of children's Bible classes and teachers to other people. And we're just so thankful to you for that. May God continue to bless you greatly.